Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Keep It Open podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Mitchell. And today, instead of starting with our typical, is it rude question, we'll start with a different question. Okay. Uh, which is, uh, and it relates to the topic we'll be talking about today. Switching it up a little bit. Uh, right. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You know, we're, we're more than a dozen episodes in. So, Gotta keep know, it fresh. I like it, I like it. So Aaron, today, what is your favorite and then also least favorite fast food restaurant? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, this is a good one. Mm-hmm. Favorite? I haven't thought about mine either, so I, I got to think about it. I got you. Favorite, off the cuff. I know I'm going to get some hate for this because of their political stance on certain things, and I, I don't like their political stance. I'll already say that, but I really like Chick-fil-A. Mm, I really like Chick-fil-A. Good Man, it's good. good. They have good chicken. And... I'm only, I'm, Shakes, I know, I'm only a patron of Chick-fil-A because their food is good. And I know that they do some fucked up shit <laughs> in terms <laughs> of, uh, you know, the uh, LGBTQT community. And uh, they're not so great um, in, in that sense. Uh, I do not support that. Um, but, but they do the chicken right, man. Their it's chicken's so good. So good. <laughs> so, and the sauces, man, it's it's Their so mac good. and cheese is even good. Their salads are even decent. <laughs> Like and and they're the one the you know one of the few fast food restaurants that is super polite when you yeah. like walk in you feel good about yeah. ordering and it's always and being clean there. yeah 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 I remember the first time my yep. my family went there a long time ago um you know maybe ten fifteen years ago wow um you know we had gone in and sat down and okay um my parents were confused because the manager was walking around like saying hey can I get you a refill on your soda or like do you need any sauces and he had like the tray of sauces and this is the manager right right and they were like is this a fast food restaurant or is this a like a like a chili's kind of thing right um, <laughs> I, it was like hard for me to explain to them that this is like it's like the same as jack in the box it's or McDonald's, the same you know? thing they just have a higher standard yeah for for that service and i think yeah. it's also i don't know i don't want to go down too far down this road but i think it's funny that such good service good like decent fast food like there's a there's a, a attention to quality there and then on the other side of the coin, that company does some really screwed up stuff, like yeah. politically, like with yeah. who they fund, who they um, fund, yeah. and, and all that yeah. stuff, and the, and the stuff they've you know said, and, and all this. And it's like, man, that, that's such a, it's a tough place to be in if you like good chicken, because <laughs> you're yeah, like, man. I eat there, it, and every like time I eat there, like, and did it well, I, and wasn't a piece of shit. Yeah, that, that, yeah. That, problem is nobody does. <laughs> yeah, and I don't. It, that's the thing, man, is like, it's, it's unfortunate because, you know, part of me feels bad saying that I like Chick-fil-A, like the food, the food. I know, <laughs> I know. But, uh, you know, just the food. You got to specify, right? Just the food. I mean, they've got the double drive-thru also. Yep. I mean. And they're quick oh, with it. Well whenever I pull, fast. Whenever I pull up and there's a, a line, I'm like, no, no problem. No big deal. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. And it's always hot. Yep. Like, seems like it's always fresh. So, yeah. I mean. No complaints, I've been very man. like probably like the food out of the hundreds of orders I've made at Chick-fil-A. I think I've only had like two or three where something wasn't like right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like or good. And if you let them know, they'll they like, will. give it to you for free and give <laughs> yeah. you more. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. So that's going to be my number one. And then I think okay. my yeah. least favorite. I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. It's uh, it's Whataburger. Whataburger. Yeah. Really? So I just don't think I've been to a good one. And, and we're in, we live in Texas, I by know, the way. I know, dude. Yeah. I know. A good one. Okay. Listen, guys, 
I'm not saying that I'm not open to trying Whataburger again. I will mm. I will eat Whataburger. And to be honest, the patty melt is pretty banging. But everything yeah. else I've had on that menu, I'm like super I've been super disappointed. Okay, that's so, fair. Chicken, not good. Not good. Not so good. chicken tenders. The the issue for me is that I know a lot of, you know, Austinites now mm-hmm. and native Texans, and they love Whataburger. And I heard a lot about Whataburger. And it's kind of like In N Out in California, right? It's like that's that yeah. same hype. Yeah. And I think that the one near me, the one that I've gone to and like tried over and over and over again, because I want to like it. I want to like it. (laughs) It's just a bad Whataburger, I think is, you know, because like sometimes you go to McDonald's and it's just absolute trash. Yeah. And then sometimes you go to another McDonald's and you're like, oh, my God, the burger is like juicy and the fries are like crispy and salty and perfect. And you're like, and their ice cream machine works. (laughs) Did you hear real quick side note? Did you hear that it was actually a, a scam? I, I, the ice cream oh, thing because the fbi looked into it right apparently from what i, I read i don't know what it was i don't know if this is true I, I i read an article I, it was from a pretty reputable source if i recall but i i don't know who it was the onion? right now yeah exactly <laughs> so it turns out that uh mcdonald's has a contract with a company right uh, a, a machinery company that makes these ice cream machines oh, okay. specifically yeah. for mcdonald's right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. apparently they were putting in a piece to intentionally break the device after a certain amount of time. Hmm. Yeah. So like that conspiracy theory about iPhones that like when they release a new one, they do a software yeah. update to the old ones down, and it slows them down. Battery it's like the same the thing with huh. the McDonald's ice cream machines, but it was their manufacturer that apparently put a faulty piece of equipment in it intentionally so they'd have to send over repair people for billable hours. Ah, so the McDonald's loses out though, right? Yes. So McDonald's had nothing okay. to do with it. It's oh, the okay, company okay. that was making the ice cream yeah. machine. Yeah, after it runs for, I don't know, 500 hours or something. Then it's, maybe it just starts purposefully breaking yeah. down so that mm. <laughs> they can they have to call yeah. the company and send over a repair guy. You see, when is that business model, you know... I, when is that viable and 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 real versus Dude, like a scam? You how know? many like other businesses kind of do that? Yeah, but how many repair guys do they have? Oh, yeah, around the country. And how many true. McDonald's exist in the <laughs> world? <laughs> like, hey, that's why it's always broken. Is that's true? Because I can't. Remember. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I have no qualm with these guys that they were trying to make more money off McDonald's. Shoot your shot. My problem yeah. is when I want a fucking milkshake from McDonald's, I want a dude, fucking milkshake, that's man. Never working, dude. <laughs> never. never working. It's been better lately. Like, McDonald's, the biggest chain in the world. Take a note from literally any of the other chains. Dairy Queen shakes. Yeah, like they all. It always works. I've never been denied. Yeah, ice cream at any other establishment. Yeah, I'm getting off. I'm getting off track. And it's funny because that's a cultural like meme now. It is that that the the McDonald's doesn't work. Yeah, that's like Uh, because everybody's had that experience. Yeah, I don't think anyone can say that they've like rolled up to the window and been like, I want to you know, a Sunday or want to, you know, cone. They're like, Oh, ice cream machines. Like it's happened to everyone. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. It's a shared experience globally. <laughs> That's crazy to think about actually. But, yeah. uh, that, that a, the corporation that size has touched like everyone's lives in that way. Uh, yeah. By denying yeah, us ice incredible. cream, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and serving you, us mediocre burgers, <laughs> mediocre burgers, hundred percent mediocre burgers. If you don't go oh, to McDonald's man. for the chicken nuggets, I mean, come on, man, what are you doing? Um, hey, do you think McDonald's is is above or below Whataburger? 
Um, I think that it is currently like on par. Okay. It's I agree, man. I, I don't love Whataburger. So yeah. let me get into mine. Yeah. Uh, my favorite first to start is okay. So first I love Chick-fil-A's food. As okay. Well. Chicken yep. is great. Yep. I would say though that the best chicken sandwich I've ever had is from Popeyes. And so really right now, yeah, you know, the my Popeyes taste changes but over okay. the past couple of years. Popeyes has been my favorite fast food restaurant. I've, I've yeah. probably spent more money at Popeyes than any other. Damn, fast food okay. I did not see that yeah. one coming. I support Dude, it. The, I, I'm a fan of Popeyes. The crunch on all their chicken, their fries, the, the, the seasoning, the batter. It's so yeah. good. So yeah. good. You're not uh, it's wrong. It's different though. It's different. Like there's some days I'm like, okay, I could I could go for Chick Fil A, but but yeah. other days that but Popeyes. I had Popeyes last that. night actually. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. So okay. it's funny you bring that up, dude. The Popeyes chicken sandwich is the best chicken sandwich I've ever had in my life. Is it really? Yeah, man. I mean, people are like I've never had it. What? Uh, so, okay. So, uh, I was living in L.A. when the Popeye's chicken sandwich dropped. Do you remember that? And like the, mm -hmm. the social media, like the viral, it just went viral. Like it was everywhere, yeah, right? Like sold out for months. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah, yeah. like, I was like, dude, I got to go get one of these. You know what I mean? Like I love chicken, fried chicken. Mm -hmm. That's my jam. Like mm -hmm. go to meal. Like if someone asked me if you could only eat one thing for the rest of your life, fried chicken. Yeah. Hands down yeah. fried chicken. Like, and so I was trying to get my hands on it and just, it was always sold out, always mm -hmm. sold out. It's goddamn influencers in Los Angeles, man. No, I'm just <laughs> so you've had it though. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I've had it many times. I would say <laughs> I frequent that chicken sandwich. <laughs> so, so, so for real, like describe it to me, right? Like, give me, give me like, all right. The, so this the is high the, points. Like, yeah. The reasons I would say that it's my favorite first, the bun, the bun, I think is the best oh. fast food bread um, out there. It's like a brioche bun. It's kind of sweet, but it's pretty hearty. So it holds up to everything. Uh, they put the sauce on, which is like, a, a, I do the spicy chicken sandwich usually. And so I don't know if it's just mayo or if it's a different creamy sauce, but the okay. sauce, it just works well. Yeah. I see uh, that there's pickles, sauce on there. Right? Yep. The pickles. Gotta pickles. have the pickles. Yep. Um, and then, and then the batter, the chicken is always like a, a very fair piece of chicken. Like, okay. like, you know, so you go to other places and you're like, ah, it's a little bit skimpy. <laughs> you go to Popeye's and you're like, wow. It's so like, they, they really gave me, they gave me some chicken. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. The batter is is thick and crunchy and oh yeah. And just um, it's great. And they fry it in. I think there's beef, a little bit of beef tallow in what they're frying it in. So the flavor's great. I'm about to like order one of these right now, man. Like, I'm oh, hungry. you should do it. Definitely do it. <laughs> it, it. It comes in. I mean, I've tried chicken sandwiches from Burger King, KFC. You know, of course, Chick Fil A, McDonald's. You've done I've tried, the, tried the whole, pretty much all of them. The whole the whole shebang. I have. I have. And and Popeyes is is the best. It's uh, yeah, top tier. People are like, oh, what? What do you mean? That's the best chicken sandwich you've ever had in your life? I'm like, is there a better one? Like Popeyes invested millions <clears throat> of dollars into like creating that sandwich. It's a good sandwich from what I've heard, and I gotta try it for myself. But I'll tell you right you now, man, to. the Nashville hot chicken sandwich, um, Dave's famous hot chicken in L.A. Mm. I'm pretty sure wasn't it called Dave's? Hold on, I gotta Instagram this real quick. I'm pretty sure it was Dave's. Um, this place had a line around the block every mm. single day. Um, you could not get food there unless you showed up early and waited forever. Mm. Um, yeah, Dave's Hot Chicken. Um, is that a you chain or is that a... If you haven't seen... I don't know if they're a chain. I think they're just a one-off spot. If mm. you haven't seen their, um, their Instagram, it is just a beautiful combination 
of reds and yellows and <laughs> it's just spicy chicken crispy golden crinkle fries you know uh beautifully made buns mac and cheese pickles i mean i mean that sounds it great. might get green screened out but like you can kind of see yeah that's I what can. i mean the reds and the yellows just I like can. those are some good colors there, super man. i mean obviously yeah. it boosted up but this chicken i had it once because we tried so many times to go get it and the line was just always insane right and of course you don't want to eat before you go because you want to like devour that shit. So you yeah. go and you like do a loop around the block. You see the line and you're like, fuck it. Um, so one time we ended up making it when there wasn't a massive line. I shit you not, man. This chicken. Holy shit. <laughs> like, Good. Not just hype, huh? Everyone's copying it. Everyone's copying oh, that place yeah. now. Like mm. there are places here in Austin serving Nashville hot chicken. Like, Dave's hmm. was the one that went viral with it and like put it on the Dave's map. Dave's from LA yeah. made the Nashville hot chicken. I'm things? telling you, man, they made it viral. I'm telling you, sure they made it viral. Nashville? I mean, it's obviously okay. a Nashville style recipe, <laughs> but like I'm yeah, telling yeah. you, Dave's made it. Dave's hmm. made it famous, man. Yeah, and that, they have that, a name. That big. That's a that's a big topic or a big um, trend right now. Nashville hot chicken. Mm -hmm. Restaurants are doing that and stuff. Dude, I'm, I'm going to order chicken wings answer. tonight. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I can't eat anything else tonight. Oh, you got to. I, okay, so I would say my least favorite. Yeah. This one gets a lot of... I, I don't think I'll get a lot of hate. Okay. This restaurant gets a lot of hate. Oh. And it's, uh, it's Arby's. Um, ah. Dude, yeah. Arby's is bottom tier for most uh, Arby's people. sucks, dude. Yeah, not yeah. good. They tried to do the rebrand. Yeah. The, like, whole we have the meats thing. Yeah. And I think I had just... to be controversial and say Whataburger. I should have said Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> um, people love to shit on Arby's and, and rightfully so, man. I, it's bad. I go there, it's not good. I, I don't go there. I've never enough. gone. Really? I think. It's, okay. I went once. I reluctantly go. Once. Okay. Yeah. And I had it's a sandwich from there. And, you know, the best thing that they have is the horseradish sauce. Okay. I mean, I haven't even been enough times to get that, I guess. Well, it's on the sandwiches sometimes. Okay. Okay. But I mean, I think that was like the best flavor. Mm. And I was like, mm. okay, this is the only thing I like about this experience is this <laughs> sauce that's on the sandwich. Like, yeah, without yeah, this, I don't know, man. It's something about, I guess, just deli sandwiches like that, or yeah, not not a fan of. But so, and the thing is, I also have a super high bar for like deli style sandwiches because like East Coast mm. Italian delis, Jewish delis, like mm -hmm. we take our mm -hmm. meats seriously. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like Arby says, yeah. we got the meats. No, you don't. You don't yeah, have the no. meats, Arby's. They're lying. Okay. We have a lot of low-quality meats, <laughs> like sitting it's in false pan, advertising. warm pans, you know, like <laughs> like just sitting there for hours. Yeah, man, like you want a good deli sandwich, go to Katz's Deli. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you know, go, go to Katz's in New York. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, they have one in Houston. I've, yeah. I've been to the Houston location. Very Dude, good. I mean, they're expensive sandwiches, but then you realize why when it comes out, because that bitch is like three stories tall. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, great. they stack that shit up with corned beef, and they bring you mustard, ketchup, whatever the hell you need. They're just like, here it is. Yeah, um yeah that's the best you know what i mean like that's a deli right there um yeah, but yeah, yeah growing up in new jersey man like we had the hilltopper deli in summit and then we had the milburn deli these are like nationally acclaimed delis like i mean mm. always a line out the door and it is worth waiting. Yeah. like they yeah, are yeah. worth waiting for and so those no, are the yeah, ones where sure. i've had the food and i'm like obviously it's not as long as dave's like it's not in los angeles you know what i mean mm -hmm. but like you might wait for 30 40 minutes to get your sandwich your meal yeah just the sandwich that's crazy but it's man. worth every minute like yeah plus yeah. the sandwiches are like the size of your forearm so like right, you know you're right. probably munching on that all day i mean that's yeah, what i would taking do. it to go for sure yeah oh yeah um yeah. and they also like milburn deli they made their own iced tea mm. and half and half oh my god 
Mm. Their iced tea was incredible. The best iced yeah. tea I've ever had. Oh, yeah. Wow. So every time I go back to the East Coast, I literally, if I'm staying with my mom in the city, I will one day I will take the train from New York City out yeah, to the suburbs in Jersey and take an Uber from the station to the deli and oh, wow. get and wait there. The Godfather sandwich. sandwich with a big That's jug awesome. of their iced tea, and I'll just sit there and eat that sandwich and vape on their front patio for like two hours. <laughs> like just, That's this is awesome. the best day of my life. Like it, it's yeah. also nostalgia, I'll have to say, but. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, Arby's definitely, uh, you know, F tier. Just all the way at the oh, bottom, yeah. dude. Just yeah, bottom of the barrel. Not even <laughs> the yeah. yeah, man. They're, they're yeah. down there. Um, so like, that kind of ties in with what we're, we're talking about today. Yeah. Um, well, the first thing I wanted to bring up was about how both McDonald's and Panera yeah. made some news over the last couple of weeks about having uh, filed trademarks for, for a digital presence within the metaverse. So I, I got saw the article up, up here. Yeah. And um, so according to McDonald's, so first of all, McDonald's and Panera, two of the biggest sort of uh, restaurant names in the United States and oh, yeah. McDonald's in the world, um, but trying to solidify their place in the virtual world. Uh, of the metaverse. And so the article says, you know, according to McDonald's's trademark application, which is what, you know, they, they applied for a couple of trademarks um, in the metaverse, the fast food giant is looking to operate a virtual restaurant featuring actual virtual good, uh, featuring actual and virtual goods, operating a virtual restaurant online featuring home delivery. So if you're in the, if you're in the metaverse in the future, you could walk up to a McDonald's, um, order food in the metaverse and then have that delivered to your house to your door yeah. in real life yeah. yeah yeah and so the the article talks about you know you're playing games you, you get hungry you just make a pit stop over at the you go to mcdonald's, McDonald's. you go to mcdonald's you go to right, mcdonald's right. well you take yeah yeah you stop shooting some zombies Dude. for a little bit and, then... <laughs> and like just thinking about that man is mind-blowing because it's almost like a full circle type of thing right because like I remember growing up, like when I was in my like uh, teenage years, like 15 to 18, um, mm -hmm. going to McDonald's was like all the time. You hop in the car mm -hmm. with your friends, you know, you smoke a little weed, you have a beer or two. And there's no like, place to go to, to like, McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. Like other fast food restaurants too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And so like you go through the drive through, you grab some burgers, some nuggets, Coca-Cola, you know, go back to the house, smoke more weed, eat your McDonald's. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. You're, you're on top of the world. Right. And uh -huh. it's funny because with the rise of Uber Eats, Postmates, Grubhub, you know, all that DoorDash, all oh, yeah, that stuff, you, you don't do that socialization thing anymore. Yeah. It's like you're hanging out at someone's house, apartment, you're chilling. You want to order food? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Let's just let's order whatever. Just order some nuggets. Like, you know, mm -hmm. And someone brings you something, right? And it's not even, yeah. I don't even think it's specific necessarily to McDonald's, right? But that's just kind of the memory. But more so, yeah. like, it's going to rekindle that social outing. Mm-hmm. Well, because now now you'll get your food, but then you can eat it and enjoy it with your friends and and people you're playing the game with in the metaverse. Right? Yeah, you can and you can go like you can physically like walk into a McDonald's in the metaverse yeah. with your friends. Like, yo, you're playing game like me and you. We're playing something in the metaverse, and it's like, dude, I'm hungry. Want to go to McDonald's? Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. go to McDonald's, and we just jump over to the McDonald's world, and we yeah walk yeah. in and place an order. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. And then I mean. The thought would be like, well, we could also eat it together, even yeah. though we're eating it separately, right? But I can like. But see you're eating you it together. Experience. I mean, yeah, and that that you, ties right. back to what I used, you know, I talked about in in some past episodes about VR chat, where you go to these bars mm -hmm. and, you know, you're just hanging out and someone says cheers, and everyone in the room responds with cheers, and then you see everyone's avatars, all their all their everyone's hands do this, 
No, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. And so you don't see the bottle, obviously, or, or the cup or whatever, but you see everyone yeah. do the motion of drinking. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, so, yeah. like, you'll okay. see someone, like, picking on some fries or, like, eating a burger, you know? <laughs> or right, their hands will just right. be stationary in front of them, and you know that they're munching because <laughs> they put down their controllers. But, um, yeah, yeah. You know, but, you know, it's a good... Um, it, it, it's like a sign of bringing in different aspects of life into the metaverse, the right? Metaverse, yeah. This is like... Um, you know, as, as it becomes more ingrained in life, yep. um, which I know we'll talk about another segment about work here, but you yes. know, food at first is, is a big part of life. Right. And like, when you can bring that in that experience into this, this digital world, oh, yeah. that's when it starts to feel a lot more, yeah. more real. And it's, it's like, going to be a mirror image is ideally yeah, people the goal. See, people say, will say like, oh, well, whatever. It's just like ordering Uber Eats, but, but it's different, right? This oh, is it's like, you never different. have to leave the, you never have to leave the environment and then you can have food, um, at your doorstep and then eventually maybe you can go you know so that person will just drop it off at your door you never have to take off your headset you walk to your door with the headset on pick up the food and just start eating right there or something yeah mm -hmm. um, yeah all with the headset on so i mean you can do it with the headset on when you walk out of your your boundary like your vr boundary there's a mm -hmm. camera on the oculus uh, i'm pretty sure there's one on the, the on the different products as well that uh uh oh my god the index is the is the high roller one and there's also mm. the HTC, um, but well, they have I'm a little thinking you even like incorporate it into uh, like there will be scanners and stuff that can scan the food so that when you see it in the metaverse, right, it'll look uh, yeah, a certain yeah. way. Or, it'll or look like, like that, you'll, right? yeah, like you'll see it when you pick it up. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, like you can literally keep life, that right? headset. <laughs> no, but you can keep that headset on because when you walk out of your VR zone, you'll be able to see your apartment or your house. Yeah. So you don't even yeah, yeah. have to take the headset off. You can walk out of your boundary, your safety boundary, and mm -hmm. then walk to your door. You don't have to take the headset off. You can still see. You can pick up the bag and then walk back into your environment. And like you said, when, you, when you're back you? in, you see the McDonald's branded bag in VR. Yeah. It's not invisible. And the people in front of you and near you can see it too. Might be able to see it. Right, right. And you unpack yeah, it. Just you take out the stuff. And yeah. You put some, I mean, you put some small like QR codes on all the corners of the bag and it'll start mm -hmm. to be able to just scan right into the, yeah. into the metaverse. And then like even the, the chicken nugget, right? Like you'll be able to see it in the, yeah. in the metaverse. There's a way, there's a way that they'll be able to do that. There's a way they will be able to do that. hundred percent. Yeah. You yeah. can make it look like you're eating a, I don't know, like a live chicken or something. You know, if, you're, <laughs> if you're a dragon avatar or something. Right? Yeah, like, man. That'd be funny. That'd be really cool. Um, yeah. yeah, no. And there's, there's so much possibility. I mean, think about the interactive marketing potential. Like, yeah. you know, like you mm -hmm. said, like you get that bag and you bring it back to, you know, your zone and, and you show it to your friends. Yo, I just got some Mickey D's and you open the bag and like a rate the golden arches pop out. And there's oh, like, that'd be so like, cool, ba -da -ba -ba -ba. and then you like, yeah. you know, and then you hear it and like, that all can happen. That, that that's stuff that people already immersive. do. Like, yeah, yeah. Like avatars in the metaverse have sound and they have yeah. effects that can apply to the world. They can change the color scheme of the world. They can do all kinds of crazy shit. So, I mean, all this technology is there and it's gonna be really interesting to see how they implement it. Um, you know, it's, uh, we haven't even started the, like um, observing the tip of the iceberg. Like yeah. we're not, we're, we're still a ways away, right? We see it in the oh, distance. We're, we're like, Oh, what's that? What's that? We can barely see the iceberg. Yeah. 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 And then just everything it. that's going to happen beyond, mm. you know? So like we are approaching this, obviously, like we've said before at breakneck speed, we're, we're zooming towards it. But I would say within the next year, we're going to see something year, mm. year, two years tops. Mm. Uh, honestly, I would say within, I'm going to, I'm going to bet 12 to 15, 12 to 16 months. 
and we'll see mm. something in the metaverse from some meaningful some meaningful food, companies food things yeah yeah and so that's another thing i wanted to bring up really quick is on this topic i mean you know obviously panera uh, mcdonald's have made some significant investments also bandai namco which is a really large game company they do dark souls from they publish all of from software's games um elden ring is a really really big title that's dropping uh next week i believe um if i'm not mistaken um my gamer friends are gonna hate me if i got that wrong but i'm pretty sure it's <laughs> next week um bandai namco invested 130 million dollars on building an ip metaverse which is gonna be a mm. virtual world featuring all of their franchises including elden ring which is their new debut title co-written mm. by george rr R. martin from game of thrones um mm. Terra signed a five-year, $40 million sponsorship deal with the MLB team of the Washington Nationals. So sports mm. is making their way yeah. in. Oh, and some other sure big sports. names yeah. in sports yeah. have also been doing that. Um, I mean, it's just, it, it, the list goes on and on and on. I mean, just at a high level, companies that are actually hiring for crypto and metaverse jobs right now, because the two kind of go a little hand in hand, right? Mm -hmm, NFL, mm -hmm. Nike, Hulu, Visa, Meta. Apple, NVIDIA, the graphics card company, Disney, hmm. PayPal, Google, Fidelity, Amazon, Microsoft, JP Morgan, MasterCard, State Street, Goldman Sachs, and Bank of America. These are Fortune 500, Fortune 100, huge organizations. I mean, hmm. some of the biggest names in business are hiring metaverse cryptocurrency-related jobs. Yeah, you putting their bets behind this. They this are new betting on this space. They are betting on Web3. They're betting on the metaverse. They're betting on crypto. Yeah. If that bet fails, these, <clears throat> these companies are too big to fail. They will recover. But the thing is, is you can't sit here and ignore this stuff anymore. It's, well, you can't not be part of it. You right? cannot be like, part if of it. If the whole thing fails, then, and then everybody then everyone's is, is, out. is out. <laughs> exactly. Dollars, right? yeah. So you've got to be in. If it takes off, yeah, you cannot. You you will you'll fail as a company if you're not. Yeah, if, and I think it takes off and you're not in it. I think that from a financial, well, not a financial, from a business standpoint, like you said, you got to be in, right? You got to mm -hmm. hedge your bet. You got to be on it because if you're not and it takes off, then you're you're kind of fucked, right? Like, yeah, you miss the train. So you you got to put some money into it and you got to bet on it. As a consumer, I think you also have to invest. I think you also, and that doesn't necessarily mean money. That means time, attention, understanding. Understanding. Yes. Oh. <laughs> My guy, um, <laughs> it's that is that is what we as consumers have to do. If you don't have a VR headset, that's fine. Just read a couple articles every now and then. Watch a cool video about it every now and then. Keep your finger on the pulse and and be aware of you know how things are changing and moving, so that you know you can kind of stay on top of what's happening next. Because these companies shape the world, mm -hmm. frankly, right? Mm -hmm. Like. McDonald's, Coca-Cola, the NFL, like Microsoft, Apple, you know, so on and so forth. These companies have so much influence, so much power. They have a massive interaction with all of our daily lives. Being on the know or in the know about what they're going to do on Web3, in the metaverse, with crypto, it's going to affect you one way or another, whether it's directly yeah. or indirectly. So, and, and again, we're early now, but it's like the equivalent of, I, I don't want to look back in 20 years and be like, oh, I never learned how to use the internet. <laughs> yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm still, you know, I don't know, chop, I'm, uh, I'm a lumberjack in the middle of a forest. Like that's my only skill or something, right? Like, and right. nothing wrong with lumberjacks, right? They're high, highly skilled. <laughs> Yo, nowadays, well, you're talking, talking about, about lumberjacks, man? What's going on here? What's, what's going on? <laughs> uh, I mean, modern day lumberjacks, I mean, operate heavy machinery, oh, they yeah. use chainsaws, but I'm talking, you know, just, yeah, just yeah. got an ax in the woods, yeah. right? 
Bunyan, Bunyan vibes, Paul Bunyan yeah. vibes. <laughs> and that's, that's, I, I would say the equivalent if, you know, if this thing takes off and, and you don't have an understanding of it, right. You, your job will likely be taken by some, Oh yeah. You know, automation um, of some sort. And or some and, 18 um, year old fresh out of fresh out of high school yeah. that knows that can do what needs to be done. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like not learning. Um, it's like not wor- learning a uh, word, Microsoft word or something mm-hmm. when you're in when in school 10 years ago not knowing how to use right? outlook or my um, right. uh zoom these days or, or, or let's even take the brand out, like not having not knowing how to do an email right yeah like that's no. that's kind of the, the it's going to be the baseline of of uh work and it's play an upskilling and life it's going to be an upskilling mm-hmm. for everybody mm-hmm. like understanding yeah. how to operate in you know virtual reality to an extent it's going to be just like everybody who had to learn zoom and had to go buy yeah. a webcam and potentially right. wanted to get a better mic or a better camera or figure out their lighting or set up a mm-hmm. virtual background or all of these things that were just not part of your role or your job in the past. You went into an office, you had a, you, you know, had a cubicle, you had a uh, you know, personal office or whatever. Uh, that was a whole new skill set for a lot of people to learn, you know, yeah. like, yeah, this is going to be the same if thing. If you don't know that today or if you can't learn that, let's say mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You, it's going to be hard to find a, a rude awakening uh, one. No, yeah, a remote yeah. job these days, let alone in in a few years when when, uh, when we get, it goes a little bit more um, metaverse. Uh, yeah, ish. no, absolutely, a hundred percent. And so, you know, with those things, you know, uh, floating out there, I want to talk about uh, a really cool article on uh, Morning Brew uh, titled uh, "Battling Zoom Fatigue and Burnout with VR Headsets" because I think it ties in nicely to kind of what we're talking about here, right? With McDonald's and all these other big companies making these huge bets and investments into the metaverse. Um, and obviously they're going to make these bets and then they're going to do everything they can to get people to engage with them. Right. Mm-hmm. These are mm-hmm. marketing ploys basically. Yeah. <laughs> right now it's about building it, build your brand, yep. claim your stake. And yep. then it's going to be about bringing people to go. Yep. Yeah. So if you build it, they will come kind of thing. Exactly. hundred percent. Well yeah. said. I, I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, and so you know, that's an original. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys can quote him on that one. Um, if you haven't heard it uh, now, you know. Um, so, you know, I think that anyone that has a job that, you know, uh, makes you use Zoom, which Mitchell and I are on Zoom all day, every day, um, very mm-hmm. frequently, <laughs> yep. I would say yep. um, over time, uh, the burnout is real. Uh, you're staring at a two dimensional screen. Uh, you're not very engaged. You're not immersed. There's not a person in front of you. You're not sharing a space. Um, your sensory input doesn't really change, right? The smells around you, the noises around you, uh, what you're looking at for the most part, it's the same. There's just a person on your screen. Mm -hmm. Now putting on a headset, your entire environment changes. Obviously we, we talked about it before, but there's no taste or smell yet, but what you hear will change. What you see changes immensely. You won't see your desk anymore. You don't see your computer screen. You don't even see that you're in a room. You could be outside, right? Right. So right. this article basically talks about, you know, how VR is uh, being employed by some of these companies. Um, I believe there was a small list here, such as Loom, Realize, Review Round, um, have been using VR uh, to um, bolster uh Morality, basically. Uh, employees at the um, at Trello uh, have used uh, VR to join um, impromptu golf games with each other on breaks mm-hmm. uh, to blow off steam. 
and uh, also, you know, um, create that feeling of office space that we've lost with this pandemic. Yeah, I think you need those in or, or uh, organic bumps with people that are yeah. not like, "Hey, I'm calling you on Zoom because I need something." Because I need to talk so like, to you about this. Yeah, right. But yeah. more so, I'm bumping into you because our desks are next to each other. Like, hey, what's up? Yeah, at the same time. And right? then you could have that organic small talk. Right. Which is that's that's how most you know that's how that's how real relationships are are built, in my opinion. And yeah, and you know, I after reading this article, we'll, we'll link it below. But some of it sounds a bit like. Oh, they did this one time. Let's highlight it in the article, right? Like, how many times are they jumping into golf? How frequent uh, is this? Golf games, right? Right. Is, is this an everyday thing, right? Yeah. I think it sounds like, yeah, like no, they've used this technology. Let's use this as an example of yeah. like an early adoption kind of thing. Definitely. But that being said, um, you need early adopters to have, um, you know, mass adoption. Oh, of course. And so. I think that this is really is a huge step in that way, where companies start using this for. Ex- for uh employee experiences and uh giving people a different way to work but also a different way to just interact with their their coworkers. like you yeah mentioned. and i mean i'll tell you it's so much more memorable like yeah. you know yeah. uh we had a happy hour today right mm-hmm. uh the team and i uh, mm-hmm. at, at work and um it was on zoom and so i can you know oh, i have virtual a virtual one yeah 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 and so i have a oh, i know i know I have a, you know, a pretty in-depth audio setup. So I was able to route music through my microphone, right? So that I was DJing for us. And uh, then I streamed Jackbox. We played trivia and we did like a Kahoot and, you know, we had fun. It was good. But if we were all in the metaverse together in like an actual, like in a bar, like where you could play Mm -hmm. pool or darts or beer pong or spin the wheel or, you know, uh, card games, um, or we can put something up on the TV and, uh, you know, watch something or, you know, whatever. It would have been a much more memorable experience, right? Like that happy hour on Zoom is 2D. It's, you know, bare. It's stale. It's yeah, 2, 2D and not not just a literal sense. It, it <laughs> yeah. is like it's just a two dimensional like experience in the interactions, yeah. yep. two dimensional in the in the feelings like. Oh, yeah. And you, you the thing is, is that you miss out on so much, right? That you don't realize that you're missing out. Like, um, private conversations. Like, mm-hmm. yo, Mitch, come grab a beer with me. We go up to the bar. Mm-hmm. Dude, so did you see this? Yo, did you hear mm-hmm. about that? Or, you know, um, just separating conversations, right? Like, this part of the table is having this discussion. This part of the table yeah. is having that discussion. When you're in a Zoom room, you can't do that. No, you cannot. And only one person can speak at a time. Otherwise, the audio gets all fucked up, right? Right. And right. and there's like delay. And, and so the thing with the metaverse is the delay is still there. And then it'll be there for a little bit for mm-hmm. the ones that I've been in. But um, you can still like you can, you know, jump into someone else's conversation. If you're if I'm standing in a group with you and a few others and we have a couple other people over there, you know, and I hear them say something, I can turn around and be like, yo, hell yeah, that I love mm-hmm. that movie or, you know, yeah. whatever. And then you know, it's a whole new experience. They're going to come join us or there's going to be a little bit of a back and forth or something. It's all those little things that make it like uniquely a human interaction. A human interaction. Like every time you take, yeah, taking away those little things doesn't seem like a lot, but then they when you up. get to something, when you, when you, you know, pare it down to something like a Zoom interaction, yep. then it becomes like, okay, well, this is obviously robotic. Only one person can talk at a time. Yep. There are no side conversations. Yep. You like, 
you lose out on on all those different feelings and yeah, that it feels, is um, it feels sneaky you have to like direct message people in chat maybe or like oh, slack yeah, like, or oh, like text them <laughs> yeah exactly exactly like did you just see that person did this or like can you mm-hmm. believe their jackbox and uh, jackbox answer was that um yeah you but, can't there's no asides there like you said no. there's like it, it it is just a 2d to uh, two-dimensional experience all around no pun intended and i think that's what those little things i mean that's what makes um you know like apartment parties or yeah. like little get together or hey, bar hangouts or kickbacks like that's what makes things like that fun is yeah those little things is because you know the, the humans have these unique interactions and and you take that all the way with zoom where it's 100 everything is on this one pedestal and it's yep. equal like yep. everybody hears everything and sees everything yeah. and yeah, yeah yeah and i think that you know i'm surprised i haven't seen anything and i might do a little research because maybe i'm wrong uh, but I would I I would be very surprised if Zoom is not investing into some kind of VR AR platform. Oh, they have to be. They have, they to, have be. to be. Yeah, because they're going to be yeah. completely pushed out of the market if they don't. Right. Can Other... you believe how fast that changed? I mean, yeah. we're talking Zoom blew up two years ago. Maybe I mean, yeah. not even two years. Right. Like it hasn't even been two years since it started. And a year and a half. And nobody knew what. Like barely anybody did uh, video conferencing. No. Like it was phone calls, and maybe you'd call in to a conference call, but. No one did video. video? That was pretty rare from super rare experience, right? Yeah. Um, and now only two, you know, less than two years later, we're talking about Zoom being phased out just because I don't think it's an experience people like. Like it obviously works and like we've been doing it, but is it is it the best? Like it can be optimized a lot. I agree. And also, you know, I think a lot of the people will have um a uh there's gonna be a barrier of entry with VR because of the headset and the controllers, and it's gonna be a whole new thing to learn. Um, and some people aren't excited about that, right? Some people don't want to make that investment. That's not something that they're uh, interested in. Mm-hmm. But I think the the haters out there will say, like, what you want me to buy a headset, buy a you know a good audio system, <laughs> nah, so I can go that... talk to my buddy at a water cooler. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. No, the uh, the company will provide that for you. And right, right now, right, an right. Oculus Two is the lowest price it's ever been, and they're including extras. Um, so, I mean, you know, there's literally the barrier of entry not is getting lower and lower, not a sponsor, <laughs> sponsored us, Meta, please, um, somebody, <laughs> um, no, it's, it's, uh, the barrier of entry is being lowered. They want people to get in and this is, you know, that's, that's the point. They need this wide adoption. They need people to make the investment on their own time and do what I do. They need people to be champions and say, dude, I got a VR headset for the holidays and it's awesome. I love it. I can Mm -hmm. go hang out at the bar. I can do a workout. I can go explore. Like I've had experiences I never thought I would have. I've seen things I've never thought I would see. And I had an emotional reaction to it. I have a memory. Like, right. You know, it's like I said earlier, like, that Zoom call, not memorable. We had oh, fun. Yeah. Definitely had yeah. fun. How many Zoom calls have you been on that just stick in your memory? Out. Yeah. Unless you but said something absolutely like, terrible. I remember almost every happy hour that we've had. Exactly. You know? Every happy hour that we've been to with the team, <laughs> I remember details. I remember where we went. I remember mm-hmm. what we drank. I remember what we ate. I remember what the jokes, some of the jokes. I remember, yep. you know, yep. the good times and, and, and all that. And so with VR, though, I can tell you, I remember so many details mm-hmm. of different nights I've gone in and you know, drank with people and had fun and played card games. Like I went in last week, we went to a world called drinking night. We played uh shitty, which is a card game. And it's, Mm -hmm. uh, it's, they renamed it. I forget what it used to be called when I was younger. I used to play it all the time, but it's like, pick a color, pick a suit. 
and then they go to the next person and then you know it's like higher or lower and then in between or outside and then oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and I so you that play game. that and so and then we played like um in teams we played four-way war where they make like a basically a plus sign with a bunch of cards and then mm. you know flip them over and you play war against the people in a circle and then you know it's creative as well right yeah. like because you're not limited in the way that you're limited on zoom like right Right. You know, and I think that th of course there are limitations, right? There'll always be limitations sure. um, compared to real. I mean, maybe not in the future, but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah right. but right now there'll be limitations. Right. But it's like a trade-off. Like yes. you can, you, um, maybe four way war is a bad example because you could certainly do that in real life, but like, <laughs> you know, you could, you could sit at a bar in Hawaii and yeah. that's the trade-off, right? Like you can't, maybe you can't hug your coworker or something or your, your friend or acquaintance, but you can all hang out and do most, you know, you can do 80% of what you would do in real life. But then that extra 20% is made up by the fact that you're in an exotic location. I, or, yeah. Or, something like or that, you're right? in space or you're or like, space. Right, you, right. you're just somewhere that you could never be. I mean, you can experience yeah. things that you just, they're just so far beyond even what's possible in reality right now. I mean, like, I, I think keeping that fresh is, is, is really yeah. Uh, key and, and I think and to important. your I think to your point also where like yeah maybe you can't hug them you can you might yeah. you're not gonna yeah. feel it but you you're gonna see it right, it right and if you spend enough You'll time in VR, VR too, some I people mean, yeah, yeah some people in VR develop a phantom sense like mm -hmm. people who have uh, lost limbs they can still feel that arm or that hand or that appendage oh, sure. um, yeah. through yeah. you know different types of therapy people that spend a lot of time in VR claim to have <laughs> phantom sense where if you walk up and boop their nose, they feel it. If you yeah. touch their arm, they feel a sensation. So, you know, I'm not saying that everyone I mean, needs I already to get, get phantom vibrations from my phone. <laughs> from your so. phone. I hear phantom pings sometimes, uh, text tones. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'll be like laying in bed and I'll think I hear like a ding or like a Slack message. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Also, side note, did you uh, see that commercial they did uh, for Slack on, it was like a football game or something? And like people freaked out on I the think internet. I did because the sound, right? Because it started with the yeah, the notification the, the, sound. Yeah, the the, the <laughs> and everybody yeah, fucking yeah. lost it on the internet. Like, how dare you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, another side note. Did you uh, did you scan the Coinbase commercial? <laughs> yeah, and their shit crashed. Freaking brilliant! That mm -hmm. was brilliant. Like, I was like, uh, I, I mean, I was sitting watching that commercial. I was like, all right, oh, I I, this is not gonna get me. I, I am not gonna fall bait to this. I'll just, I'll just look it are. up on on Reddit later. Of course, and then you it are. stayed up there for sixty seconds. They dude. paid for sixty seconds for the DVD <laughs> thing booping around. <laughs> and my which brothers was so in high school, smart though. My, my brothers in high school, and he was like, Mitchell, we have to scan it. We you have, have to scan, scan it. it. I have to know what it is. And yeah. I was like, okay, okay, I'm not gonna do it. Though. I won't fall prey. It's so no. funny because the minute it popped up, I was gassed. I was like, I love that. Right? That's yeah. interactive marketing. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I am so down for that because that's so my clever. That's my gamer. You know, that's my that's my inner like, ooh, what's this? You yeah. know what I mean? Like all the games yeah. that I've, I've been playing, Lost Ark, which is Amazon's new publishing. And I mean, dude, I've been spending way too much time in that game. I have like 150 hours in the last fucking week. Um, <laughs> but it's like you want to get to that next step, right? You want to uncover something hidden. So that's mm -hmm. the best marketing, right? So it's good. Like, and it, and it, it, the testament is what you just said. You're sitting there like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Fuck, I'm going to do it. You know what yeah. I mean? Both <laughs> ways they get you, whether it's like immediately you want to do it or if or it's like, like a little bit later, like, yeah, yeah, but they're I mean, going to they get you. Get you. Because it's, you know, you so can sit clever. there and you can watch like, um, what were some of the other commercials? Like the, there was like the, 
was it Doritos? It was there was the they were singing I don't remember. all the animals in the rainforest ones. or something. I don't remember. It was an entertaining commercial. There, like mm-hmm. it was some good, cute animation. Like it was a funny little song that they incorporated with everything. And you're like, ha 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 ha, that was entertaining. But it doesn't make you like sit up like that Coinbase no. ad, right? Yeah. Where you're and like, pull out your phone and scan it because like, it's like is... it's the feeling of missing out. Yeah. Right. It's FOMO. Like everyone else is gonna know what this is. It's right? FOMO. Because with commercials, the standard commercial where they tell you a story or do something funny or whatever, mm-hmm. the information is being recited to you. You're just absorbing mm-hmm. it, right? And you have a choice to tune it out or tune in. But with Coinbase, it's like, hey, yeah, you want to know what and this is? <laughs> somebody made somebody. I can't remember who made this point to me, but it was like, it's too many of those Super Bowl commercials rely on um, cameos yes, from celebrities, big, big celebrities, and. Yep. And Coinbase, right? Like they were like, like they nope. didn't have to pay ten million dollars to have Kevin Hart or something in it, right? Like I can't yeah. wait for uh, the interview that comes out because there will be an interview at some point, I'm sure, uh-huh. about that uh, yeah. commercial because yeah. it was yeah. it was kind of the first of its kind, right? Yeah, it was playing on a so meme. Good. Mm-hmm. It was based on a meme, the DVD hitting the corner of the screen meme, mm-hmm. and it was an interactive ad, and that shit probably cost them a dollar. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was probably just worked into someone's salary. Yeah. Like yeah, their, exactly their marketing right. team, like, Hey, make this. Exactly. And they, all they had to pay for was the, the screen time. Literally. And, uh, the, the actually creating that ad was nothing. And again, yeah. they played to the meme culture. Uh, it's gonna, it's gonna phase my phone out here, but the screen, when you, uh, hold on. No, it's too bright. The screen when you tried to go through was, wow, uh, wow, that was more popular than we thought. We need a quick timeout, but don't worry. We'll email you when things are back. And at the bottom, it's a freaking Shiba Inu. Mm. <laughs> and then there's a button that says, got it. Like mm. playing to the meme culture, playing to yeah. the younger generations. Like wow. it's That's just a good ad. brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. And, you know, this is another one of those things. Like this is what marketing is going to be like in the future right. in the metaverse in the metaverse too right right and i think Super we also interactive yeah. a lot more and yeah i think we also to you too no, no, no more of this like let's just make one commercial that's supposed to blow everything out of the water million people. yeah right. yeah right. like instead it's gonna be super tailored and like let's do 10 different commercials that that only appeal to maybe 1 million people each but it's like a lot more uh a lot more you, you get more yeah. more roi on something yeah. like that right yeah um, because if someone's gonna, right? <laughs> because yeah, exactly. And if someone's gonna take the time to scan something or interact with something, you've already captured attention, right? You're not really wondering like, okay, so this many people watched the Super Bowl during this amount of time, so they saw our ad. Now, how many people took engagements? Mm-hmm. You know, not because it happened. Right. Like they Instant went feedback. to your website, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so, um, I think that was a, a really cool turning point, right, for like the paradigm of the Super Bowl ad. I think we're going to see some really yeah. interesting stuff last uh, next year. Next year. And yeah. also the halftime show was one of the best ones to date. Yeah. yeah. So good. Loved yeah. it. I think the, the fact that they had a lot of celebrity power was, was helpful too. And it was um, just a good, it was a good lineup, man. Yeah. It was yeah, a it was. fun it was halftime nostalgic, show. You know, yeah. Was, um, yeah, it was a good time. It was really good, man. I loved it. I thought it was really good. High energy. Good stuff. Um, yeah. and, and a good football game. Dude, right? Last year was terrible. This year was great. 
it's a yeah. great game. Um, but uh, I think one thing that, you know, I want to talk about in the future on more episodes, and we can just like briefly touch on it now, um, is the middle ground between virtual reality and reality, which is augmented reality. Um, and this is something that, you know, obviously is being developed as well, um, but is, I think, taking a bit of a backseat because VR has got a little bit more hype around it. Uh, but I don't think that AR is um, by any means uh, a lesser player in this race or, you know, not in this race. I think it very much is. Um, we've mentioned before uh, Google Glass. Uh, how long ago was that? I, I mean, <laughs> more than 10 years ago. 10 years. I think like, so. Yeah. yeah. I was think I, I was think like so. 20. Like, yeah. Uh, so, you know, that... Uh, level of uh, augmentation, right? That kind of hardware has been in development for a very long time. Um, yeah. I know Apple was working on something when Google was working on something. They just never released a prototype because that's not Apple's style. They're mm -hmm. not going to put something out until they're ready, right? I think that's going to be a really, really big um, lubricant, for lack of a better word, to get people from mm. non-adoption to partial adoption, to full right. adoption, right? right? Now, also, I think we talked about this uh, in a previous episode as well, but augmented reality, I might have had this conversation with my dad over a beer last time he was here um, because I think it's a really cool concept, but VR is something that you do in a space. AR is something you take out into a space. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, you wear out your AR glasses, they're sleek. They look cool. They're made by Apple or Samsung. You walk into a restaurant. You sit down at the table, and they don't give you a menu. You just look at the center, and your yeah, glasses pick up a QR code, and the menu pops up in front of your eyes. And then you can minority report that bad boy mm -hmm. and zoom in and turn the page or whatever the interactive uh, scenario is going to be. I'm sure people will get very creative with it. Yeah. Um, but then, I mean, that's good for paper production that's good for i mean you know what i mean overhead for Tons restaurants I mean. like there's oh, yeah. and there's so many other applications that can be you know brought yeah. into that space as well I i'm just thinking when you when you walk around well, let's say a contained space like a like a trail mm -hmm. right like you'll be able to, to know about any of the fauna that's on the trail any tree yes. that comes up, like hey you look at it an, an little oak, thing pops out this is this right. yeah right yeah, native around this area or something, and you can make that an interactive experience at museums or even, or or... even a pathway. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like you said, yeah, interactive at museums. Oh, that's gonna be killer. I mean, that's gonna mm -hmm. be one of the first things, right? Like, yeah. they don't need a little plaque that you have to go up and like squint at. Right. You know, right. you just look at a piece of art, and then off to the side, here's all the info about the artist, and then you can swipe and go and like see what you want to see. It puts yeah. the power in your hands, right? And yeah. it's also going to provide a tremendous amount of work for developers and directors of, you know, these different projects and programs. I mean, it's going to explode soon. Like that's, yeah. this is the, this is the that's exciting. Man. It is. It really, yeah, really that's is cool stuff. That's cool stuff. I mean, yeah. Google, uh, Google I get gassed up. You can hear my so... voice. My voice gets higher pitch because I'm like, dude, this is so cool. <laughs> well, the Google Glass was so hyped. I mean, it was. people wanted that. that I would have that... found a way to get my hands on that. <laughs> That's a product that people like, you know, had dreamed of for 20, 30, 40 years, right? It was like sci-fi. Sci-fi, right? It was right. sci-fi. It was like, 
people wanted it to happen so badly that when it when it didn't happen it was kind of a quiet death of that you know they it didn't was announced like it was it, it was, was. Dead or anything, but but it, but people were kind of just like what happened to google google glass right and we, we weren't we weren't ready to kind of talk about it now yeah. right we weren't ready um but we but oh i was ready oh i was too (laughs) that was so cool oh yeah ads and stuff looks sick it was amazing although they were just uh you know like kind of concept things but no i remember uh, i was literally in a restaurant once and i saw a dude and he he was wearing a pair and i walked up to him and i asked him i was like wow i was like one of the prototypes i was like yeah yeah i was like dude do you like it he was like it's amazing and i was like (laughs) really what could that first version even do that like you could, you could do a, you could do some stuff. You could check your mail. You could do Google searches. You could, yeah, like, you could take that. pictures. You could look through photos. You could look stuff. through photos. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was yeah. pretty take basic pictures. stuff. But you have to remember, at that time, smartphones were still <laughs> relatively basic too. That's true. I mean, we That's were true. in the first couple generations of iPhones. The iPhone. Yeah. I mean, hmm. you know what I mean? Like that was before the major overhauls of UI. That was back in like the old. Uh, I'm pretty sure that was back in the old iPhone UI. Or it looked yeah. a little kind of clunky, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, remember the YouTube app? I like, do. It was like a TV kind of yeah. looking thing. Yeah. Like the brown. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think it's 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 funny, right? Because like, you know, we think back, it's like, what could it even really do? But back then it was like mind-blowing, you know? Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. I mean, we have very high standards. So I think that's why it's going to take a little while for something like that to um, be developed. Because that thing needs to have like top-tier eye-tracking it needs mm-hmm. to have, you know, a very strong, small, uh, you know, 5G component so it can connect mm-hmm. to things, right? And, like, boiling that down to a very tiny, com- like, physical, like, there's engineering things that go into that, you know, the type of yeah. glass and durability and, and charge. Right. I mean, because, you know, the demands of that hardware in the past are nothing like now. Mm-hmm. Like, we want like mm-hmm. 4K resolution, OLED screens, like, you know, what I mean? <laughs> right. Don't, don't just give me the ability to look through email. Like, Make it look uh... good. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, well, funny, man. Um, any, any parting thoughts before we kind of close up today? Uh, yeah, I think that it's definitely something we should keep open and revisit. And uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time. Yeah, I agree. Let's keep it open. Let's man. keep it open. Thanks, guys. everybody. Later.